Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Two big NXT title changes. I'm Ollie Davis. This is El Fakador Laurie Blake. Welcome to the Wrestle Ramble NXT Takeover Brooklyn 4 review. It's that the best time of these kind of big five weekends where we're talking about NXT before everything is crushed by the six <laughs> to 22 hours of the bigger main roster pay-per-view tonight. Yeah, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life watching SummerSlam. Yeah. Balor versus Corbin again. Yeah. Oh. You, you, you're just drooling at the mouth for that and you're just throffing. Is that the one you're really, really That's least excited one. for? I think so at the moment, mm. yeah. Or what, what's, what's your least exciting match from SummerSlam? Before we get into what's actually great, uh, what's, what's the worst thing you can think is going to happen this weekend? I would say, yeah, Corbin versus Balor is, is the most mundane Mm. It's the most raw weekly match that's on the main card. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even have a stipulation. Uh, did they have one in Extreme Rules? A stipulation? Yeah. They, I can't, was it not an Extreme... No, it wasn't an Extreme Rules match, no. It's just, it's t- yeah, because most of those matches were just normal rules mm. at Extreme Rules. Uh, or just like Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Lesnar beats Reigns, but they keep on carrying everything on, and there's no intriguing angle. That, that would be the worst outcome, I think. But that's, that's <laughs> for tomorrow. That's not this. That's not this. That sort of cynicism is a Monday morning thing. <laughs> right now, it is that Sunday morning celebratory feeling. Because what a goddamn show. My God. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Two, t- two title changes. A big debut in the form mm-hmm. of Matt Riddle in the crowd. And just excellent, excellent wrestling and storytelling. Storytelling for me, more importantly. I thought the main event was superb. But let's kick off with the title changes. Our first one being Ricochet and Adam Cole for the NXT North Baby. American Championship. Yeah, sorry, I didn't say Adam Cole's full name. But, yeah, you had Ricochet down as winning this. I you did. Yeah, it. I called it. I, I thought it was his time. I just... I, I genuinely think Adam Cole is going to go up the card, mm. and I think he's going to up be- the card or up to the main. Roster? I don't think I don't think main roster. I think they're going to keep undisputed era around for like another year, maybe or six months at least, probably till WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think he's going to go up. Just, just wait till they've got nothing for like, them. Yeah, he's, I think he's NXT champion material, and like, yeah. I think he should be in that picture. And it's the perfect time to move him up and have Ricochet be the mid card champion for a bit, and then. Maybe you know. Maybe we could have a run back of this if Cole eventually wins the NXT title. Then you can have Ricochet and him yeah. feud for it, yeah. which would be amazing because they've just proven it with this stonker of a match. Yeah. So this was, I guess, the story goes back to WrestleMania weekend. Ricochet's first match in the company, a mm-hmm. five-star rated match, according to Meltzer. It was that ladder match for the inaugural North American Champion, which Adam Cole won. But Ricochet wasn't beaten. Neither were, you know, no. he was technically, but it's not like yeah, there was a pin over him. We tipped him off, didn't he? And then, yeah. then went up himself. Ah, uh, yeah, that was of course. It. So he was Ricochet was within arm's length of mm. winning the title, and then yeah, I think Cole dumped him off, and then that's when he won. And then in the following takeover, Ricochet overcame Velveteen Dream, mm-hmm. and now we've got this Ricochet Adam Cole match. 
so I guess like three, four months for a title run for Adam Cole. But yeah, he's, he's the sort of guy that doesn't need the belt. I think Ricochet really needed the win here. Yeah, Ricochet, like I think because Cole's got a storyline, whatever happens, the era has the titles. Yeah. He can just become part of the tag team in that sense as well. Like, you know, they can they can carry on just doing the Freebird rules and mm-hmm. jumping in and out. And But I just think, yeah, Ricochet definitely needed the win here because his star is on the rise and it needs to have these little peaks and that's I think the North American title was almost created especially for him in that sense I think yeah it was around the time him and DC3 came into the company yeah yeah so I mean yeah the poor old DC3 so the two <laughs> the tw- come on to poor <laughs> we'll, we'll come we'll come back to that uh, the poorest man in the 1% <laughs> yeah so there's two directions Cole could go in after here you set up the card yeah but there's Usually you get a few NXT call-ups on the Raw or SmackDown after SummerSlam. Mm. Well, he could, yeah, I guess he could be called up. And then uh, maybe, you know, maybe he starts a different faction of the era on I don't think Raw or SmackDown. That, I wouldn't want to see that, no. I would I would love to see them all go up together. Um, but hopefully a little bit of time has passed and we've got past whatever they're doing with Sanity and the last set of called Authors of Pain, all these other call-ups they've had yeah. recently that are factions and tag teams that they have just gone, well, no, I didn't know what to ah, do with that. Oh, damn, damn it, it, I dropped it. I dropped it. I've dropped Authors of Pain Where's, all over the floor. Where, where is it? Uh, <laughs> oh, did, have you got a Nikki Cross? I think it <laughs> rolled under the counter. Oh, well, let's just not leave. Let's leave it there. Uh, yeah, so Adam Cole, this was after he, a year ago is when he debuted mm, yes, yeah. in NXT. And here he is losing the title, but that does not hurt him whatsoever because the story was so well laid out for me. It's it's what Chris Jericho always used to say about when he first learned to cut wrestling promos. Mm. You don't call the other guy rubbish because if you beat him, then it's not much of a challenge. No. And if you lose, then you got beaten by a rubbish guy. What The best way to do it is you call the guy out for being really, really good, but I'm better. And that's what this was based around. Yes, yeah. Cole said, "You're, you're, there are, there are good, there are great, and there are special." And Ricochet, you're just great, yeah. but I'm special. And like, what a, what a great way to keep everyone at a certain level. Yes, yeah. Because it doesn't make Cole look great. It, it just makes both guys look special at the end of it. Mm. And that's the story they told, where they kind of try and outdo each other with chain wrestling at the start, but which Cole gets the better of, I would say. Mm. But then Ricochet started to come back with the reversals. And then the final third of the match was just these extraordinary counters. Like the, I mean, the, the, do you want to say one. the best one? Uh, well, my best one, I think my best one was the Moonsault. Yes. The Moonsault yes. Superkick. So, yeah, I was wondering if there was there were so many yeah. other ones that it could be. But that Moonsault Superkick was oh, oh, sublime. He, he clocks him. Just oh, it can't not hurt. I just you, you just look at that. You're like, that has to be. It was it was pitch perfect it was so 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 good the timing was immaculate so it's ricochet and what made it so good is the the spot before it so mm. ricochet jumps off the it does sort of a, a handspring off the the top rope in and cole goes to hit him with a kick but ricochet lands and holds the kick and everyone's like oh mm. ricochet's got you scouted so ricochet turns round goes for the second rope moonsault like a lion salt in and that's when cole hits him with a super kick right on the neck they show a replay in slow motion of it and i thought well there's surely a big leg slap here that i'm going to see Nope. No, well, that's the, well. The thing that was all because well, you, if you're watching the sort of if you're watching the rotation of Ricochet in the slow motion, he's like doing this beautiful like the the height and the control that he has and how slow he can go through a moonsault and make it look just beautiful. Mm. When he gets hit, he goes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He probably speeds up, and it's like, oh no, you just got turned. Mauro Ronaldo has a great call, and it's after this bit where I mean, I've written down the sequence as best I can here. Adam Cole's down near mm. the corner. Ricochet goes for a second rope moonsault, but Cole rolls out the way. So Ricochet, without missing a beat, does a shooting star standing straight onto Cole, rolls through over to the turnbuckle, hops up onto the second rope, Phoenix Splash. And that's just like a seamless one move. Yeah. He- and Mauro Ronello says, he's a human cheat code. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't think Nigel picked up on that because then he said it's like watching a video game. And Moro, Moro said, well, that's why I said it was a cheat code thing. <laughs> that was a bit of, bit of awkwardness. A bit, bit of tension. But yeah, just, I mean, Ricochet wins. Uh, a great a great match and a great title change. Yeah, I just, I, I lo- I've said it in my review, I love the fact that 
this wasn't like we've seen Cole be various kinds of heel. I think mm. he's he's had a sort of he's wavered about a bit. So when he first debuts, he was the sort of chancer, sniveling heel, run away quite often. You know, like always trying to get the advantage, and he has in the previous bits of this feud got the man advantage and said I'm not a coward you know when they laid him out and there's all four of the Undisputed Era standing over him clutching all their different titles going well you know we're not cowards and it this match was him actually just going oh no I'm actually really I'm a really good wrestler too and I don't need to cheat there was no cheating at all there was just there was just cunning like there was there was the use of cunning but nothing like actually being like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm actually going to outright try to cheat to beat you. I'm just going to just prove that I'm better than you because I've got a higher ring IQ, which is so cool. Yeah, they kept putting that over on commentary as well, mm. just talking about the ring intelligence. And that's what makes Cole such a good heel because you watch him in a match like this and you're like, well, you don't have to cheat. No. So you just cheat because you're looking for the easy way out. Uh, I mean, like, obviously he didn't cheat here and he lost, but... To me, that was only on this day. You know, I, yeah, if yeah. they had a match later on and Adam Cole wins... I might have won, yeah. yeah that, and that's that's like a perfect feud to get both guys over rather than squashing someone out. The finish was spectacular as well, which was uh, Ricochet... But Cole moves out of the way, uh, like uh, off this reverse hurricane. So, yeah, so Rick, Ricochet... Cole goes for the last shot yeah. from behind. So Ricochet's dazed in the middle of the ring and Cole is setting up for the last shot. And they've got a brilliant set up shot where they, mm. you can see Ricochet and you've got Cole slightly out focused in the background he runs in goes for the kick Ricochet ducks stands up immediately off the duck and then lands a reverse Rana playing S- possum sitting Cole perfectly placed for the 6.30 Ricochet goes up to the top Cole rolls all the way across the ring and out onto the turnbuckle out onto the apron sorry Ricochet comes down looking a bit dazed Cole is smiling smirking to himself on the apron and starts rolling back gets into the corner and gets himself up Ricochet just jogs up and then jumps the top rope like it's nothing. Like, and then Hurricanranas to the outside. So I've never seen that spot. A hu- like a jumping over the top rope, no turnbuckle involved, Hurricanrana off the apron to the yeah. outside. I mean, I'm sure he's done it loads on the indies, but I, I, was, I thought that was amazing. Quickly rolls him in, hits the 6.30 for the win. You, you're right, like all the Undisputed Era have that ability to, huh, I've got... I, that was that was clever of me, smug face. Yeah, yeah. And then immediate receipt. Yeah. They're quite humble in that way. Like Carlo Riley's really good at it. Oh, Roderick Strong's yeah. good at it. Like <laughs> we've got away with that one. Oh no, now I'm being hit in the face. Uh, yeah. So that was I. I thought that was a, a phenomenal match. You you said no star ratings for you. You don't want to get involved in that debate. But Go on. For, what are yours then? Well, I've got the douchebag rating scale for me. Okay. I get that four and three quarters. Thought it was an, I thought it was an excellent match, mm. really, really good, and just just from the storytelling of that, there's not much like a, a storyline going in. It's just who's better. Yeah, and I thought that that was told really dynamic. Well, because it was a, the thing about the dream <coughs> feud was that that was all storyline and that was all two show offs having a show off match, um, and yeah, this felt like it was just played so well because actually Cole was attempting to not let anyone show off. He just wanted, ideally, he wanted to wrist lock his way to victory. And then he had to sort of step it up and yeah. be a bit more, yeah. I don't know, it, just, it was so good. Yeah, very good. As was, like, all the matches were, were of a very high standard on mm. this show. Uh, Kyrie Sane beating Shayna Baszler to become the new NXT Women's Champion. Absolutely love this match. Which so you good. you didn't call correctly. Luke had uh, had Sane. Did he? He went for Baszler. Oh, uh, right, fair I've enough. got down here in my prediction okay, notes. Okay, fine, yeah. Yeah, it's down here, that's historic. Yeah, I did go for Baszler, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just thought I just thought Baszler would hold on. I just she was she was just coming into her element as champion. I thought, and like I think this match proved it even more. Though, like she's she's got so good at promos. She's uh, her in ring stuff has become really great. I think like the way she limb targets in matches mm. is terrifying. I think all like all the stomps and all these like in this match as well. Like the heel hook she lays in. She does it. Like, she does this. It? She does this horrible sets the ankle uh. up and just steps on it and it just folds down and it, but that's such a simple thing mm. to do because she did the same thing with Dakota Kai and the uh, the arm and it's the same like you know you just tap the top and you can just flop it down and it you know but it looks unbelievably brutal and i just think that whole i love that sort of mean streak of her character where she's just like no i'm just going to dismantle you now and i thought this what was so good about this was that i wasn't expecting sane to step up to the level 
that she did. Like this was this felt like um, Bailey when she had to be kendo sticky, and she mm. was like, "Oh no, I can't do it." Because Kyrie saying oh, with the bliss, Kyrie, match? yeah, because Kyrie that is a terrible comparison. I know it's a terrible comparison, but I just I feel like because Kyrie saying like that all time classic. No, match. no, 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 it doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm saying it. it it felt like it could have been because Sane's character is so bubbly and goofy, like, and it's all uh, anime-style hand gestures and lots of. She's just got all these little things that she does when she comes mm-hmm. to the ring, and it goes because her in- intro goes on for so long. She's just doing all this, like, <laughs> like it's just for podcast listeners. Yeah, just, I've yeah, done some wonderful doing anime. Poses. I've done some wonderful anime poses. Um, but yeah, I just I wasn't expecting her to suddenly just step up this gear and then she's like she's it, it's such good storytelling because she's trying to prove all Baze has been doing is like you don't have killer instincts you don't have the intensity you can't beat me uh, and then Sane comes out and she's locking in all these submissions early on she's hitting multiple insane elbows yeah yeah uh, just, to, just, to, just to show the fact that she, you know she's like I'm going to break you hmm Oh, it was such a good match. <laughs> I and it's weird. A lot of people have said. I think this is probably the most divisive match mm. on the card from what I've read of other people's reactions. Because I think everyone agrees that the tag match, the main event, the North American match, mm. all excellent. I think everyone agrees that EC3 and Velveteen Dream was a bit sloppy. Yes. Um, but this match, I think you've got a lot of people who are like, I really enjoyed that. But then you've got your your mentality as well which is i love that so i'm I actually think it's my a, match of the night yeah well that's really interesting because i'm more I'm, i like i won't take that away from you but i you can't it's I, my yeah. opinion <laughs> you literally can't take my opinion well, from me saying i can't do it i want to <laughs> but i i really enjoyed this match but it didn't blow me away mm. like it did for other people i mean you can see the amount of notes i've got here compared to yeah, yeah. the other matches uh i I really, I really, I really like the way Shayna Baszler wrestles because she's so different compared to everyone else. Mm. It, like she feels like she's not pro wrestling; she feels like she's just hurting people, which I really enjoy to mm. watch. However, I think the unfortunate flip side of that is by having such a dominant style in the ring is that everyone else has to play your game. And as much as I love Baszler, Baszler as champion, I feel has somewhat stifled the women's division in NXT mm. as opposed to like. And that, like you could say the same thing about Asuka when she was on top forever, but yes, I never got yeah. bored of Asuka matches. See, I got bored I loved of. Em- I, got I loved bored the Ember Moon As- feud. I got bored of Asuka matches because mm. they started having to think of more and more. Like she was doing heel bits for a while, where yeah. she was basically She's cheating. Like big money. Asuka. She was basically cheating to win. You're like, okay, well, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, I feel like I get that sort of criticism of it, but I feel like it worked in this match because mm. actually that was the point of this feud was that she said, you're not on my level. You're not as intense as I am. You don't have the killer instinct. And then Sane comes out and proves it, mm. but using all of her own moves and using her own style, but she just does it really, really intensely. There were so many cool bits. There was the, the um, like, I, I love all the limb work. As I've said mm. before, there was a great, like uh, stun gun sort of slingshot thing that, Baszler did where with uh, Sane's legs through the ropes um, there was yeah. the anchor being locked in through the, the ropes the anchor's a great looking move getting, we were uh, talking about it earlier yeah it's a wonderful looking move and, but then also yeah, she does it through like she gets the five count when uh, Baszler breaks it but then she locks it in through the ropes for five just to be like just proving that I'm yeah I'm going to do anything here and that's great because like you said she's so over the top anime style but mm. when the match gets going she turns into a legit threat yes yeah uh, so that's that's great that she can well, then, and then and then the finish I thought was was great yeah. like she goes for the elbow you know this is the selling the kind of idea that she's she's it's, it's a similar thing to they're doing with Gargano and Champa like selling the idea that you know maybe the baby face pushes it too far trying to match the heel mm. And it looked like that was what's about to happen here. She goes for the insane elbow and basically gets her knees up and counters. So Sane sort of rolls off and then Baszler pops back up and goes to lock in the Kirifuda clutch. But Sane rolls, has it scouted and rolls back through and gets a three count. Yeah, pinning, like, pinning Shayna's it's, uh, shoulders it's to the mat. It's just so well done. Because obviously, like, Sane, it was a great more than anyone, Sane knows how to counter a Kirifuda clutch because yeah. she keeps getting put in them. <laughs> so, and the faint, the bit where she almost faints. That's, that's my favourite spot of this So match. good! Yeah, because I thought it was over because that's how Baszler has sort Won of dominated everything, yeah. everything so far. And They left it, w- it the perfect yeah, amount of time. I don't think that could have been done better. So it was... Because I love the old rock spots mm. when they have it in every match where 
the hand is dropped all the way from the top to the side but on the third one all just stops and it starts to power yeah, up yeah. but it was it was a lot more subtle than that it was just she was so close to the ropes and the referee drops it for a third time but no it comes up and just grabs hold mm. as like a last ditch desperation thing yep it was it was very good but you know like it's weird to say it's only a four star match for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, compared, compared to everything else which was in my opinion four and a half to mm. uh, you know arguably five Apart from the EC3, uh, Ricochet, uh, not Ricochet, EC3, Velveteen, D-R-E-A-M. Uh, yeah, I thought this was the, it's weird, isn't it? I thought this was the most above average match of the card. Yeah, that was But it. I still liked it very, very, very much. It was my least best. Yeah. Well, except that, the other one. Except the other yeah. one. Uh, my second least best. And I'm really interested to see how this opens up the women's division now, mm. especially with all the influx of talent from the Mae Young Classic 2. Yep. It kind of frees up Baszler. For what? Because Ronda Rousey, Jessamyn Duke, and Marina Shafir, the four horsewomen of UFC or MMA, were on ringside. Mm. So, how does that play into it? I think Baszler's. You reckon Baszler's going up? See you, Baszler. She's going up. Uh, well, yeah, potentially. I, my pick is we'll come on to him shortly. Yeah. Just in the manner in which he lost and his look. Do you want to have a guess? We'll see. We'll see. So, let's do the full review. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So the full show opened with Undisputed Era taking on Mustache Mountain. I feel like the tag title belts, yeah. Little little solo. Uh, the tag belts have really become a great opener for, for most WWE pay-per-views now. Mm. Like New Day Usos, that, all that stuff. And... Whoever's got the tag belts on NXT, you can always count on them to have a great opener. Mm. And not just a throwaway fun one, but a legit great match. They've always got at least three really high-quality tag teams mm. on the go in NXT, oh, yeah, yeah. it seems. Uh, so you and Luke both predicted Undisputed Era to win here. Mm-hmm. You, were, you were both correct. And this was a really nice play on what I think is a five-star match from their NXT bout. That when, was a wonderful uh, match. Yeah, when Seven was worked over the entire time it was such a different it was also such a different match that one yeah was it was so like you're so used to seeing uh the sort of tyler bait 
matches where it's a lot of back and forth and mm. he overcomes or succumbs. It doesn't it doesn't really matter, but there's so much like showing off in those matches. And this was obviously quite a showy off match. That original one where it's just Trent gets worked over and t- and Bate can't really be in the match. Yeah. Unreal. It was yeah, it, it was, was so different like as yeah. a it was very like a very refreshing title change, I think. And of all the matches they've had, that one I think is the best by a long long way, but mm. all, all the six mans with Roderick and uh, not Roderick Strong with Adam Cole and Pete Dunne in there as well. Yes. Like they're all so good and and weirdly this is probably in the in the bottom end of all their matches, mm. but it's still it's still absolutely fantastic. I think because I think the problem with this one Actually, the, the in-ring stuff, it was all great. It just felt like a bit of a foregone conclusion mm. because you I, you just know that Moustache Mountain are going to be the kings of the hill when it comes to NXT UK. So I yeah, just don't, yeah. there was no, I don't think there was any way they were going to walk out of here with the titles again. No, but it, it was a great way to, to reposition them as a top tag team act. Mm. Uh, like NXT have got, like you said, a few really strong tag teams that they can just bounce between. Uh, most notably, War Raiders, who came out at the end. What a, what, I loved your Bifrost line. Uh, what, what, a, what an appearance! Yeah, yeah it was, two men who somehow subtly walk in yeah. behind you. It was it's it was like um <laughs> it's like in Jurassic Park where like uh, in the third one, uh, which is the worst one, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where um they they yeah they're walking around and then suddenly just like the Spinosaurus is stood behind them when you just got yeah is that what it's called yeah. I think it was called the Spinosaurus. What the big so, the one with the big sail and the big jaws? Okay, and it's got a phone in it. Yeah, yeah, and it just appears behind them when the rest of the time it's walking around. Water is shaking, the ground is going boo boo, and then suddenly it's like, I'm a sneaky saw. Hey guys, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but like, are you excited about that? A War Raiders versus Undisputed Era feud? Uh, yes, I yeah, I I think they're going to have some great matches. Um. But I also feel like War Raiders are positioned in the Bludgeon Brothers problematic. Mm. Uh, I think monster booking nowadays is troublesome, and I yeah. don't. I just don't think it works very well anymore. Like I don't know. It works really well on the run to getting the titles, but then every time anyone gets the titles now and they're mon- a monster, what do you do with them? Like this whole Kevin Owens thing with Braun Strowman has come out of this idea that like he's a monster and he has to be put like a monster but now we're having to come up with layers and layers and layers of story to come around the idea that like he can't just lose a match mm. god forbid he loses a match yeah it's it's difficult isn't it because for years and years mm. everyone was begging WWE to book other people book people who aren't John Cena a lot more strongly yes, yeah. and now in the last couple of years you know Asker's massive undefeated streak Braun mm. Strowman uh, the, the Bludgeon Brothers like yeah. we actually had quite a few examples yeah but WWE don't really know how to get past the initial stages of squash matches well, and that's then making the, uh, it intriguing afterwards. I think the problem is it becomes <clears throat> it becomes so hard to deliver on it after that point because all that can happen after you've conquered everyone, you've been the champion for however long, you've done this, you've done that, is you lose. Hmm. And it becomes a bit of a damp squib. Like, you know, like Charlotte eventually won against Asker and it felt like that felt, well, one too too soon for the street to end really but you just kind of go oh okay and then it hasn't done anything for Charlotte either like no, you know no, no, it's a complete waste it's, of that it's just it all and I think that will be the problem with the War Raiders thing if they just barrel on to victory which they should do because mm. at the moment they look amazing uh, as proven by just hefting Kyle O'Reilly about 10 foot in the air Jesus see ya bye then <laughs> and then without skipping a beat just straight through the ropes to do a dive yeah. uh, uh, there's so much fun to, to watch wrestle they've I, got such good like, I love the, um, the 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 kick and scream in the face yeah. that's that's one of my favourite moves I think in all of wrestling it's just, just ah, I just don't like you and you've got a similar look mm? the big bushy beard the great big bushy beard uh, but the yeah but back to the actual match uh there were so many smart spots that called off the mm. previous bits in their feud, uh, like the uh, Trent Seven teasing, throwing in the towel for Bait, who was getting worked over on the, the same ground. leg as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the just Bait's strength is incredible. Of course, he did the airplane and and just normal spin. Yeah, uh, the big swing, the, the big swing, the giant swing, the big sorry. swing spin that yeah. he usually does. But then there was another one where he he O'Reilly had him in a triangle. While Seven was in the stronghold from, yes, from yeah. Roddy, and Bate powered up O'Reilly and just threw him 
at strong. It, it looked great. They, uh, you know, there's a similar moment. So well there was together. a similar moment of strength from um, from Seven in that. Mm. Where there was a bit where he he ducked a kick from O'Reilly, who then kicked strong in the corner, and then just went up and then just went. Oh, there, off for you. Yeah. I thought Trent looked like it was. It was interesting. Yeah. It was good seeing Trent get to be strong as well in this one because it mm. was obviously like quite heartbreaking in that ma- in that previous match, which obviously made the match. But the whole protege um yeah tutor dynamic between them two you have to see the the sort of tutor get beat down but yeah it's nice to see him get to show off what he can do as well and it's it's interesting to see the dynamic flip where it's bait in trouble and seven's the one having to make the save because mm. obviously you normally book it so that bait is the one jumping in on the hot tag and wrecking house yeah like talking about that previous mm. that previous match that almost felt like felt like the the end of the second act like that's the lowest point in the feud mm. and or not the lowest point in the feud but like the point of no return and then mustache mountain should come back and win yes yeah. but they already won and that yeah. was the match where they lost the titles so rather than have this amazing third act mm. what you almost got was an epilogue with this because a lot of the story had already been told uh, but that's not i still i like i gave this four and a half stars Action-wise, I thought it was superb. The crowd were really good as well. Yeah, it was a hell of a match. Uh, But then we got Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. Versus EC3. Both of you and Luke were wrong. You both went for EC3 in this game. Yeah, yeah. And it was a good match. Like, Mm. it was still... It was still very entertaining. And Dream is so charismatic. EC3's got a great look and his facial expressions were awesome. But it just... uh, Yeah, it just felt like it was missing something i don't know if it's because they're both kind of heel versus heel yeah. even though dreams over as a baby face he is kind of a tweener character yeah but i think they've also been turning ec3 like he's had a subtle face turn as well he's mm. not been he's being egotistical but he's not being as heelish as he was yeah, before yeah. he's actually sort of been booked more facey recently as well so i don't there wasn't i just don't think there was any real drama here like there wasn't there was no real reason for them to have this match. Mm. Even and all the setup stuff was a bit hokey and a bit cheesy. The yeah, you weren't a fan. Oh, the yeah, the going to the Velveteen Dream experience at the pool and then dumping him in. It was just it felt that felt like a telenovela to me. It was yeah. very very soapy. Um, yeah, and I, the match itself, like I think starting off there was a lot of sort of clumsy. Like you know, things just weren't as smooth as they should be. A lot of it looked a bit too set up. They did like the, the show of like the show of strength stuff. I thought was quite cool, like the knuckle lock, and he kept lifting him up by mm. one arm and putting him down, and all that kind of stuff was quite fun. The bit with the turnbuckle where he's kicking him and Velveteen Dreams lifting himself off. I like the idea. It looked a little weird in practice, and then he land, yeah. and then he crotches himself, and then you get the shaking and the crotching, and then and I think there there was a definite like turn where this match became quite serious. And that's when it got actually really quite good. The DDT, on the DDT the, onto the yeah. ramp was like suddenly it just went up this gear, and you're like, "Oh, okay, no, I'm into this now." Because yeah. I think before it was a little bit too like, "I'm just trying to embarrass you," kind of, mm. and it just didn't feel like they actually really wanted it. Well, I and I love both guys, um, but I I think Dream has all this charisma, mm. and he's he's great at like doing spots, big big spots, and kind of mm. storytelling bits in wrestling matches with his character. But he's not so good at sometimes technically executing the moves. He looks a bit sloppy because, like, he's only really been wrestling for two, three years. Mm. He's still tw- very, he's very twenty-two. Is he? Yeah, yeah. crazily, crazily young. Yeah. Uh, which, but then you look at Bates, who's actually twenty-one. A, twenty-one. Yeah. And that just makes me sad. I think. Yeah, but Bates. I feel like he was born wrestling. He's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just popped out the womb. They didn't have uh, like baby gates in his house. They just had ropes. <laughs> yeah, running around, bouncing off. Uh, but the. So yeah, dreams lacking the wrestling side of things, mm. and like again, EC3 great look, great on promos, uh, but I again, he's he's just a wrestler, yeah, in the ring, and compared to everyone else in that talent pool, that's you know that's actually makes you below enough, average yeah. compared to everyone else. Yeah. Uh, and Dream in the past has had these great matches against very very good wrestlers like Ono oh Black, uh, the Ricochet match. Yeah. And you don't like. I've always suspected that it's the other, the experienced guys calling it, yeah, giving it, uh, like helping out a lot there. And this is EC3, who is experienced, but he's just there's an, you know, those other guys were on another level. So 
I felt that might be the the issue here. Mm. But it's still like it was still a very good match. The the finish was really fun, like you said, a Death Valley driver in the ring, then on the apron, and he hits the the purple rainmaker elbow off the top rope onto the ring apron, mm. rolls him in, and that was the that was the end. I thought it, you know that that finish came quite surprise. Yeah, I was really I was shocked that. Uh, Dream got the mm. win there, especially since his his uh, tights said "Call me up, Vince" on his on his bum. That is excellent, uh, which is wonderful work. Yeah, excellent uh, tailoring. <laughs> which is why I think he's not getting called up, and I think EC3 might be fast tracked to the main roster. I think EC3 would do better on the main yeah, roster. Yeah, I agree. I think he's 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 that's more his style. Mm. Um, I think he's going to like hang in with people like Bobby Roode and that sort of thing is is more his sort of well, speed. Let's, let's bring him up from Bobby. Ro- we want him mid card at least. Yes, well, I'm not, Bobby say, Roode is, not uh, saying Bobby Roode right now, but I mean he like, dresses Bob- in the same dressing room as <laughs> as uh, Kurt Hawkins at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. terrible. Uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd pick EC3. That's my prediction now at the moment. Any just other predictions? Of, any other predictions of people who will go up? I'd love Matt Riddle to just skip NXT <laughs> and run in as Paul Heyman's chosen uh, tonight, but uh, potentially, I don't know. How about you? I think Baszler. Baszler I think Baszler's a good shout for it for the uh, Rousey connection. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think Cole will stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to see. I think it makes more sense to put the Undisputed Era up as as one cohesive yes. unit, unless yeah. you're going to do it a faction across all brands, which would be. So I would love to see. That's yeah, like, I think cool. that's such a cool idea. Um, anyone else? Black when he comes back, mm-hmm. I think he might just go straight up. Yeah, uh, I think he's now he's, that he's, he now that yeah. he wasn't in this thing, now that he wasn't on this show. I think he's kind of done with NXT. There's nothing really for him to do. But I feel like they want to wrap up that storyline. As you know, well the they are. T- yeah, they are definitely teasing that. So maybe yeah. he'll have one. Have he'll have one up. final feud uh, with. Who's, who's, who's your who's your reckoning? Well, I, th- this is not my joke. This is someone on Reddit. I can't remember who. They said that maybe Matt Riddle ran him over when coming into NXT a bit bit high on the on the ganja, <laughs> which I quite like as a storyline. Mm. Oh, sorry, bro, and that's it. And he just gets called up. <laughs> no, no worries, man. Uh, but yeah, I I think because there's nothing else, like you said, there's nothing else for Black to do. He's had that quite frankly disappointing title run. He's yeah. been beaten now. So, yeah, best thing to do is get him up. Just send him up. Whenever yeah. he's ready. Uh, speaking of Matt Riddle, that's what happened next. Yeah. He debuted in the crowd. He was wearing a suit. Yeah, which was weird. It was he creepy. still had the hat on. It was creepy. Apparently, I only know this because Dave Meltzer mentioned it on Wrestling Observer Radio. He was wearing flip flops. Was it? Oh, yes. Okay. There we are. Staying true. Not shoes, Staying yeah. grounded. Uh, then we had the Ricochet. Oh, I gave that three and a half stars, if anyone cares. Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Yeah. And we have Ricochet and Cole, then we have Baszler and Sane, and then, oh, the main event of Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT Championship. You both had Ciampa winning. That's you were correct. Both right. Yeah. I thought this was extraordinary. There was a point in here where I thought I I like the other two matches more, but then, and I think it was the same bit there that everyone. Suddenly, it levelled up uh, when Champa just took. No, when Gargano the, took out a production hand. Yeah, and then Champa. And then Champa just snapped, ran at Gargano with the mm. the chair through the timekeeper's area, and just did a, a chucked everything on top of him to stop him yeah. from standing the up. The dam burst. And yeah, yeah. Suddenly, the the floodgates were open. Yeah, that from that moment on, story, character, action, callbacks. Most importantly. This was a five-star match for me. It's, it's for me. It's better than their first one, but a little bit below their second one. The second street, one's the my favorite. Street favorite. fight. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that's. That, I think that's what sort of the, yeah, to, in the beginning of this match, I was like, this feels very much like their street fight, and there was mm. there was a lot of callbacks and stuff. But they, it, they, the two of them are ever inventive in ways to brutalize themselves and each other. Yeah, yeah. It seems there were so there were so many bits in this. It's like what could, what more could you possibly do with what you're given at the ringside, and well, they found it. That, that knee through the barricade, I think, is is the most horrible thing I've ever seen in a wrestling match. It was yeah. so. It was threw himself like, into him. But it was. But like, imagine the big moment in the Brock Goldberg match was the spear through the barricade, uh-huh. right? Like, and everyone was like, "What?" At that, this was that, but with a chair as well. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just I wish Champa just screamed "Have it" yeah. as he did it. <sighs> he uh, and then the tipping everything on him like oh I love the it was good losing it it was mm. great losing it there were so many other amazing way moments. too many to recap the triple uh, project tri- champers triple project champers and then he sets up the chair to watch the 10 count Johnny pops up at 9 and just lays him in with a super kick it was beautiful so many great mm. spots uh, I just like a small touch it went 33 minutes by the way mm. which isn't as long as their other ones but I thought I liked that it was more condensed uh, although it was still very long Gargano's outfit was uh, red and blue in the in the Spider-Man mm. vein of things, but also had the Venom design for his winky tongue-out face emoji symbol. Yeah, yeah. And, and on the back as yeah, well. Yeah, d- it was just such a, a subtle way of saying that I am this super baby face who is slowly being invaded by evil. Mm. And Venom, like, it's it's there right in front of everyone. And it doesn't make it feel fake. It just makes it seem... He's going to the dark side, and that's the story they told through mm. this match. And it was th- because Johnny uh, is pranging out. I mean, that's I, d- I don't know even I don't even know where to start with this match because I loved it so much. Mm. Should we skip to the end and then we can go back? Yep. And and hit any bits we've uh, missed. Oh God! Just the there was a bit where Champa used the crutch to stand up to, to break the 10 to break count. break the 10 count. Just the, the poetic symmetry there. Well, there was a bit where he couldn't stand as well and he rolled oh. off the apron to stand up as well. Like, Which is great foreshadowing for the yeah, end yeah. spot. And he'd rolled around for a while with that. Uh, he fell through the tables. They, they, set up, they set up the table. He set up two tables and a stack Johnny, but he set one up the other way around so all the spokes and everything yeah. was sticking up and it was just teased for so long there were so many setups in this that they just left lying for ages and then you were like oh I'd forgotten about that and then mm. you're like oh no I remember now and that that table wasn't just the two tables it was on top of the exposed concrete floor oh, of course it was and then right right next to that was the exposed ring the, the wood underneath the ring yes, canvas yeah. and there was this great bit where there was Gargano on one side and Champa on the other and they were both teasing one going the other way way. and it was like proper rock and a hard place stuff like whatever happens here is going to suck for someone it was really great high stakes stuff Uh, but there was a bit like 20 minutes in where the crowd weren't as into it as I Mm. was I was super super into it it was was off the uh, when Johnny jumped up and did that super kick I was like that's an amazing spot but the crowd didn't seem that hot for it as mm. they would usually, and then they did these strike exchanges, yay boo spots, and they still weren't going crazy. But everything from the knee and the outside into mm. the timekeeper's area, I thought they came alive. They uh, just but, dumped him through a table with an air raid crash as geez, well. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, that off one announcer's table into the other. Yeah. Uh, so many spots, and the, and then it the, the end comes when Champa is running away from Gargano up the ramp. But he's, he's, he's hopping got... on a crutch, isn't he? As well? <clears throat> yeah, that was after yeah, the, yeah. the breaking of the 10 count. But uh, from a spot earlier, Champa had his one hand, one wrist handcuffed. Mm. And I always get like, I think the eventual payoff to this is going to involve both men getting handcuffed together. So did I. I yeah. was like, that. That maybe that will be the next match. And it'll just be like both of them slogging yeah. away at each other. I can't wait for that. But they, they go up to the top and in this beautiful mirroring of what's happened in this two, three-year feud, Gargano throws Champa into the LCD screens, just like how Champa turned on Gargano at the takeover a year and a bit ago, mm. maybe. And then this is this is when Gargano goes too far, and he handcuffs Champa to the, a bit of the stage, so Champa can't get up now. And Champa's screaming, "I'm sorry, Johnny. I'm sorry." And I didn't believe Champa, did you? No. Because he's done this before. He has done that before. Yeah. yeah. So I don't blame and also Johnny because, And also because he do, he like he gets up as well. There's a bit, there's a moment where he's he's getting a 10 count and he stands up and yeah. falls back down again just to break the count. So yeah, it's like, yeah. you're not that sorry. You're not, <laughs> you're not just giving him the victory here to, you know, stop this happening. You still want to win. You still want to beat him. But when he was down, it, it seemed really violent. Yeah, Just it was. having someone handcuffed like that because yeah and he was just pleading he was just saying please like I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry and Johnny just kept laying in super mm. kicks super kick after super kick after super kick and then he starts doing the the old DIY 
gonna kick you in the head. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And he stops because his was always the super kick, and Champa's was always the knee. So Champa ran in from the front and did the knee, and Johnny mm-hmm. always super kicked him in the back of the head, or do vice versa. And Johnny stops halfway, and then he exposes his knee, as Champa would do. Uh, and this is where it obviously all breaks down. And you get the finish. He just runs through Champa off the stage, yeah, and like nails him, but then smashes his knee into the flight cases and all the paraphernalia at ringside rolls down onto the floor and the 10 count begins for both men as they're both down however Champa is on the edge on the very lip of the stage and at 9 just flops off because Johnny's apparently dislocated his knee and can't stand on his own it was unreal amazing just such a good character like mm. I was I was trying to get across to my lady partner because I was yelping throughout this match. I mean, half an hour of yelp will annoy anyone at eight AM. And she, I was just, she was sleepy and like, what's going on? I was just like, honestly, you've got to look because I'd had a coffee by this point yeah. as well. You like, must see, you must know. Like to tell this level of storytelling and character development. You know, when you watch a movie and the character ends up in a different place than they were at the start, and you're like, well, that was a great character arc for someone to go in. Imagine that, but just through physicality, Anna. Imagine that they told that just through wrestling moves they didn't have they weren't able to really they speak told that it much through the to medium other. of arms and legs oh it was amazing anna uh go go to i'm um, just let me sleep please but it was a really good story like i <laughs> i think this what gargano and champa have done in their feud and every outing so far is in the same ballpark as the omega ricarda stuff uh just in terms of and uh, there's an argument actually that character wise there's more in the Champa, Champa yeah. Gargano bit. Just because you can see this man's slow descent into becoming the man he hates. It's dragging him down as well. Mm. And it was just beautifully told. Imagine how hard it is to tell such a large, complex story that is also simple at the same time. That's a lovely balance too. Through emotion. Like you t- you got all of that context in a wrestling move. Just one single wrestling move. Yeah, It's, it's inspired. I think it's incredible. I have five stars from me. They, they are they are amazing <coughs> at laying in like just layering and layering and layering small callbacks, mm. the slightly twist and turn. Like three matches, and actually a lot of the there's been a lot of setup that is similar between all of the matches. However, every single time they do something different with that setup, and one of the like, and it will be the reverse or someone else's being the the mirror of the other one, and it there's just all of these layers to it where you're just like, okay, well they clearly are like old tag team partners best friends all of that stuff and you get the feeling that they do despise each other because they want to destroy each other but only with like you know it's more than just someone else does a rock bottom or someone else throws out a stone cold stunner this is like i'm gonna do your running knee thing because i'm going to kill you yeah yeah yeah. but in and in so doing and i I want to kill you with that not just i'm not just doing that because it's opportunity and i'm showing off i want you to die yeah by your own move, yeah. the ultimate insult, oh, so and bad. and that's the move that undoes Gargano. He goes too far. Like yes, he yeah, let his rage very, get yeah, the better. He's, of he's it. a tragic figure now. Mm. I think he's 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 the Othello of this. Yeah, <laughs> and what's really exciting is in every match, like I'm sure there's a lot of things that they did in this match that they'll pay off in the next match. Yes, like yeah. like we were saying with the handcuffs, like they haven't been fully used yet mm. uh the ringside area you know when they go through the 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 barricade and the the poor production fellow who got needed by gargana gargano like that's that mm. will probably be riffed on again in the next match it's fascinating to see it develop well, it makes me think like do they sit down like showrunners for a series and say like we're gonna have six matches and this is what we're going to do in the foot. Like, how how I feel far like you ago would. do you... they plan all this out? Yeah, you are. Well, I think ages ago. Mm. I think the because the build to the heel turn was so good. Like that was a heel turn that I didn't see coming. Really, like I was, and then when you when you see it happen, you're like, oh, it makes perfect sense. Like Gargano's the one who's eaten every pin. Like he's the one who's been pinned by the other people every single time. Champa would get annoyed and they've had this whole rise and fall and then you're like oh okay I just didn't like it was sort of lying there yeah. unsaid because they were the you know they were the top baby face team and you're just like well okay this is amazing and then they suddenly both end up at the top billing of the whole show now three straight takeovers three straight takeovers and this is the first one with the title 
Yeah, and this is the first one with the title. And then you've got to think like, you know, everyone's chanting fight forever. Uh-huh. I genuinely think these two could and it wouldn't be boring. I yeah. don't like, you know, considering how many how many Brock and Roman Reigns matches have we had now? Mm. And this, yeah, is this the fourth? No is this more. the fourth one or the fifth one? Feels like more, but probably fourth or fifth. Like it's yeah. the fourth or fifth one tonight. And yeah, they've not done anything, even coming close to this level mm, of mm. of match storytelling or like just even pure wrestling. Sometimes wrestling characters find their Joker, and you get yeah. it. Like it's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They mm. are each other's Batman and Joker, who you know sometimes have to team up. But and they're quite rare that. The characters can mm. just they, they can they can come back to this four or five years down the line and it will still hold an emotional weight like the Dudleys Edge and Christian Hardys mm. have that connection and we've got like a proper Batman Joker here with yeah. with Champer and Gargano I loved it I thought it was uh, an excellent end to a brilliant show yeah it was truly a stunning match but that's all we've got time for today please uh, click the videos that have just appeared on our laps to catch up with the latest wrestle talk awesome stuff and click this button right here to support wrestle talk on patreon so we can make weekly nxt reviews happen Yay. what a time to do it off the momentum of takeover and uh and yeah stick around tomorrow because we'll have a SummerSlam review in the same format i've been ollie davis this has been el fakador and that was rambling the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications including botulinum toxins as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 